0: where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. I'm your host for this hour, Jade Warshaw, joined by your other host, Rachel Cruz. And we are taking your calls for the next couple of hours on your life, your money, whatever it is that's going on in your financial situation. We'd like to help you with that. So give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. And we'd be happy to uh, give our two cents. All right, let's go straight to the phone lines. We've got Trevor in Tacoma, Washington. What's
1: going on, Trevor? Hey, thanks for taking my call. You bet. Yeah. Yes. Um, had a question. Me and my wife have been paying off debt for the past seven years slowly, hmm. but we have two items left, which is our house and my student debt.
0: Okay.
1: Last, last year I started, uh, investing through, uh, Fidelity and within six months I've, uh, put in about $10,000 okay. pretty much from side hustles. Okay, and my student debt is around that same amount, $10,000. It's the last debt I have. I feel like I know the answer, but I'm wondering if I should pull that and pay off the student debt. I haven't made really any money in the stock market only being in there for six months.
0: Is it just a brokerage account or is it a retirement account?
1: I have two uh, I maxed out last year, and then I've started this year. So in the Roth, I have about seventy five hundred and in a uh, just normal brokerage it's about eighteen
0: hundred Um I would not touch the Roth. it's retirement, and I do not want you to start the habit of if I need money, I pull it out of my retirement. Now, yeah. if you had single yeah. stocks laying around, listen, what's in the brokerage is technically up for grabs. It's not a whole lot of money, but it's some money. Um yeah. what I really want to hammer home though is the idea of just stay the course. Like it sounds like you okay. understood it sounds like you understood that the plan is for you to pause retirement until you finish paying off debt. But it sounds like, and I relate to this, because when you said seven years, everything in my body went, I know about that, because it took my husband and I seven and a half years. And it sounds like you kind of got a little bit weary and maybe felt like you were getting behind. And so maybe you started investing and... I just want to encourage you from this point on, listen, I would stop investing and finish paying off this debt. Like I said, don't touch your retirement, what you've put in there already. If you want to pull what's okay. in the brokerage, you can, like there's no penalty on that other than maybe a little bit of tax on it. But, um,
2: how much do you guys make a year, Trevor?
1: Um, we're a single, uh single home, uh, income. I, I stay at home and, uh, homeschool two kids and she makes about seventy seventy thousand.
2: Okay. and, so. uh, um, So you guys have been paying off debt for seven years. What was the debt you guys paid off, and how much was it?
1: It was actually my side. We got married a few years ago, and it was all my side debt. And it was, oh, gee, the whole story of me being in the military overseas overseas my other significant other not paying off debt and it just stacked up racked up and it was horrible
2: gotcha gotcha okay i was
1: talking about ca- credit cards repossessed cars mm, yeah that so you guys
2: have been through it oh, trevor my. i mean to jade's point i'm like <laughs> seven years but but honestly um so i get the, the you know there's a weariness there we're just like oh my gosh but yeah but what you've done though so far which is one of the biggest obstacles for people is to change what you believe about money, right? Mm -hmm. There was one set of beliefs that you had overseas in the military that got you, you know, those choices created an outcome that you said, I don't like this outcome. So you have been working your way right out of this. So I think that one of the biggest, again, hurdles you've overcome that is, hey, I'm going to look at money differently. But then you get into the details into the, kind of the nitpicky stuff like we are here at ramsey where we're like mm-hmm. pause retirement like there's certain <laughs> things you do for a reason this isn't just for the heck is of there, it it's it's because of what we've seen over time and this last bit trevor i mean this is like home the stretch. Fi- i know i hate to even like relate it to this but i just watched a video it was on instagram reel and there was a. Yeah, it was I the, mean the
1: cars are paid off now is there a way i can do both maybe make a higher when, payment on my student debt
2: no. Uh, no i think you just i think you just pause it you're going to be okay for okay. a year yeah. yeah for a year and, okay. and and you guys make seventy thousand, and i would even trevor yeah. i'm like if there's anything like at night that you can go do if you can make a side gig of you know with a thousand bucks a month like that's going to add to this i mean anything well, this is just where
1: to, my money's came from with side gigs like there you go into this okay what about the 70 do
2: you do you have anything that you guys from just a lifestyle standpoint that you can cut
1: Oh, we've been, we've been cutting the past two months subscription. Okay, good, good. That's so you're right, kind of so back in it. It's been, that,
2: it's that fuel, but it's almost <laughs> like you're limping a little bit to that finish line and I want you to sprint. Like, I just want yeah. you, I want you to get there and you're going to be okay. okay if it pauses for a year. How old are you guys? Uh, 33. Oh yeah. You guys That's are fun. fine. Jade's got, yeah. Jade, I, give, I, us, I, give I lo- us, the math. I love
0: walking you through this. Okay. You said, um, <laughs> you're investing a little bit now. What percentage are you investing? How much a month?
1: Again, it's not from our actual account. It's from me doing side hustles. Still, it's around a thousand a month.
0: Okay, you're investing a thousand a month, which means obviously, when you have this debt clear, you'll have that and more to yeah. invest, right? So let's just pretend. Yeah that you said right now there's 75 in your Roth. I'll just put it at Mm -hmm. 5,000 just to be, I'm going to make this like so foolproof. And let's say that every month you do an additional $1,000 every single month. This is after you're out of debt. This is after you're out of debt. And this is, I'm going to do like a super conservative rate of return. I'm going to say 8% just for all the hater-aids out there to just calm down. And let's say you retire at 33, right? Let's see how much money that would be for
2: you. Oh, shoot. No, not retire at 33. He has 33, Oh, he has, he's, I'm saying for 33 years, for 30 years. Oh, in 30 years. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah,
0: Wait, Rachel, keep the conversation going because my computer's being weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So he's 33, and let's say in 30 years, you decide that, yeah, I'm going to retire at 63, 64. Uh, The beautiful thing is that you'll see the the decisions you've already made with the Roth, which again, would not... um, completely agree with because you still have debts but the proof is is that even if you waited one more year didn't contribute anything to investments or retirement paid That's off this right. debt went back to investing in retirement and put money away in 30 33 years dude 1.5 million dollars in 30 years and just, okay, your, so
1: and just and pause this year yeah off.
0: you're still gonna my point okay. is you're still gonna be just fine sorry for the delay my computer was not doing crazy. what I wanted it to do. But that's starting at $7,000, which you said you have 75 in your Roth right now. That's a yep. 30 year term. You're you're in your 30s. Now you're going to invest. You're going to, you know, retire in your 60s. It's a very conservative rate of return that I put in here. You're going to do better than that rate of return. I'm just letting you know. Yep. And
2: this is a thousand bucks a month. Like, come on now. And then 15% of your income to you with that 70,000. I would yeah. push you guys to say, yeah, instead of that, going you know to debt that's going to be now going to mm-hmm. investing as and well. this is assuming
0: nothing changes like you're going right. to earn more money you're going to have more opportunities like i just want you to see worst case scenario is 1.5 million dollars yeah come on rachel cruz oh my goodness i'm so excited i feel like people need to do this more Yep. People need to run out the numbers and stop letting it circle above their head and cause and the them, fear that's out there. Yeah. Yep, yep. It's like you're over here getting a stomach ulcer because you're like, I'm getting too old. And I used to feel that way. My husband and I didn't start investing until our mid thirties. And now I see like, we're going to be just fine. And you're going to be just fine to work the plan as planned. It works every time. This is the Ramsey show.
3: Did you know, statistically, when it comes to life insurance and protecting your family, that women are more likely to be uninsured or underinsured than men? This doesn't make any sense. Women make up half the workforce, contribute mightily to family incomes, and in many cases are the breadwinners and take care of their families 24 hours a day. This is one of the most overlooked areas when it comes to financial planning. Maybe it's a relic of the past. But a loss of income or the need to replace family care is equally important for women as it is for men. Single moms, working moms, and stay-at-home moms all need term life insurance.
0: You are listening to The Ramsey Show. And by the way, thank you for listening to The Ramsey Show. Um, we're just so grateful that each and every day you guys choose to log in or go on to YouTube or go to your podcaster and pick our show to listen to. Like, that's great. We're here because of you all. And uh, we just want to encourage you to keep doing that. Keep liking, keep subscribing, and really keep, keep sharing it with people that you think will enjoy the content that we give to you guys every single day. Um, it doesn't cost you anything, and it really... Is beneficial for us and for the people around you because they get this wonderful resource but it also helps us because it just helps the algorithm favor us a little bit more above some of the other things that are out there so if you like this tell other folks about it you know they might have their crime podcasts that they like but like <laughs> tell them about the ramsey show it's a me it's, it's not <laughs> listen <laughs> these crime podcasts i don't rachel i don't get it but
2: <gasps> i'll send you one I don't know if I can watch it. I feel like. No, it's a listening. You listen. Listen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah you don't watch it. Yeah, that. You you there's listen. nothing scary. You see. You just listen oh, to it. Get ready. It. I, got, I got you something. Oh, don't Rachel you worry. Cruz loves her a prime no. podcast.
0: <laughs> Jade Warshaw, your other host, because. is fearful of them. <laughs> but, you know, listen, as long as we're part of your, your daily routine and you listen to a little bit of the Ramsey Show, then go listen to a there little bit of your other podcast. <laughs> So so funny. Well anyway, my point was to tell you that we appreciate you and keep doing what you do. We're gonna go to the phone lines where there's Tony in Rochester, New York. What's going on, Tony?
4: Hi. Hey. Um so um I'm calling because uh I, I am quite a bit in debt. Uh, it's gotten to a point where after I pay my bills and subscriptions and things that I got going on, um, it's the, the amount of uh, credit card that I got, it's pretty much takes over the rest of the paycheck. Mm. And, um, you know, we're trying to manage it. Um, I'm looking at options. I mean, consider you know, sold a car considering maybe selling a house,
0: a house. <laughs> ah, Do you have more than the, one?
4: The, no, the, the, house, the house. The house. Okay. Mm. <laughs>
1: yeah,
4: yep. Selling so the house. Um, and uh, maybe using that to bring them down. I owe, I, I make about a hundred thousand a year and
0: uh is that including your I wife
4: about what's that
0: is the hundred thousand including your wife
4: no it's just me just you does she
0: work outside the well, house well
4: I, I that that's the, our household i'm uh, okay. she's, she's she's at home okay and okay. um I, i'm the one that's working outside and how much credit card debt um, do you guys have we got about 126
2: hundred twenty six thousand mm-hmm. in credit card debt
1: yeah and what's okay. so, tony, work. so yeah no you yeah, know it's that?
2: okay i i can hear it in your voice tony i mean it's um that's hard. That's really hard. What caused? What, what was the the reason for that?
4: Well, um, I was out of work for for a year trying to figure out different things. I attempted uh, some things on my own as well. I able, wasn't able to make enough uh, to to get us uh, out, out of you know to to be able to sustain us for a long time. Started mm-hmm. getting debt, uh, started getting uh, credit cards mm-hmm. to be able to manage, uh, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, until I finally got a job, and, and then it's grown because once, once I guess there's a point of <laughs> you have enough debt the payment get it to uh, get you to a point where you can't make it's it's what's left is not enough. So you you gotta continue yeah. getting more and debt yeah. more and more and more. We haven't Circle. been able to manage reducing the, the expenditures enough. Yeah. To, um,
2: so how long have you been in this uh, in this job that you're in now? How long has it been?
4: About 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 a year. Okay. Year so when half. did you
2: decide? When was the point for you that you were like, I, I got to do something different. This isn't, this isn't working. Well, as soon as
4: I'm looking at the numbers, I mean, a, a few years ago, a year, well, for a while we've been wanting to do something, but it's okay. uh, it's become quite urgent now. So yeah. we're trying to figure out how know, much are what,
0: you paying every month? How much are you paying every month towards these credit cards? Probably
4: thousand five hundred, a little more. A
0: thousand five hundred. Three three thousand five hundred. Oh, three thousand five hundred. Okay, and is that's that
4: the minimum payments?
0: That's the minimum <laughs> payments. Wow. Yeah. And you mentioned a car. Um yeah. Is it? Tell me about the car situation.
4: So we have two cars. Um, one of them, I ended up having to spend quite a bit in repairs and things like that. And I said, well, you know what? Um, I got it fairly nice, but um, I didn't want to continue. And and so I have another car that's uh, newer. And it's in good shape. I I, I don't, I mean, I, I own loans on them. So, so um,
0: can I, sorry, I, just I to clarify. I only have the
4: one car right now at this point. I okay. So that? there's
0: one car, the The car that you said you didn't want to, you know, continue with. What did you do with it? Do you still own it? Does it just need the repairs? Sold it. You sold it. Sold it, yeah. Okay, so now you're a one-car family?
4: There's a one-car family for now, yeah. Okay,
0: and the car that you have, what do you owe on it and what's it worth?
4: It's it's uh i owe about thirty thousand okay. on it it's probably worth the same amount maybe a little more it's fairly newer so it's kind of okay the loan's a little over what the that car is worth so if i were to sell it i don't know that i'll get my money back <laughs> but,
2: yeah you'd be yeah. underwater
0: in it and, um and there's no you yeah. have no savings i'm assuming nothing saved anywhere
4: not a, well just a little bit and i and, and uh, for one keep very little okay uh, that's off an uh, limits
0: What I want to ask about, um, sorry, I'm going to pry, like I'm putting my crowbar in and I'm prying out. Um, your wife's a stay at home mom.
4: Yeah. How many kids do you have? She's just hearing, hearing us. Oh,
2: Oh, Hey girl.
0: Hi. (laughs) Um, (laughs) hi. Hi. Hey, so you're staying at home. You're doing, you know, you're doing some heavy lifting. Um, how many kids are you watching and, and taking care of?
5: Three, three. And what's their ages? We're uh, already the, the our oldest one is eleven. Uh-huh. Uh, Andrea is eight, and the uh, the youngest one is six. Okay, so when I'm
0: listening to that, I'm hearing school-aged kids, which is great because that daycare, yeah, you know, it, bill it, is not it, a thing. It, yeah. So my mm-hmm. question is, and you know, I'm 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 going around this delicately, but I think there's room that you can work as well because right now oh, yeah. the oh, most yeah, money definitely. that you can bring in is what's going to break this cycle.
5: Yes, yes, yes. I'm just trying to to make smart choices. Uh, like I was telling him, it's just difficult to to sit down. Sorry, and like mm-hmm. a, a search, you know, like a search for a job that mm-hmm. uh, it's prudent in terms of uh, knowing the the hours, minimum per hour, and yeah. just with one car right now we. Uh, are managing, so he takes the car for the most part right now, or, or if not the bus. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it is a bit difficult, but yeah, that, that is my main goal. Yeah. Well, I always I'm say also- get
0: I always say get a job until you get the job, because right now, okay. literally anything you do is going to help you guys out.
2: Yeah, if you drop the kids yeah. off and go work at a bakery, you mm-hmm. know, for anything. You know, whatever it is, like go... Yeah, doing something, because, um, and what's your name? Can I ask? We have Tony and? And uh, Inez. Inez? Inez, okay. Yeah.
5: Um, it's, it's not that I haven't tried. I, I've actually I believe tried you. To, sure, to, sure. to come up, like, with uh, on the side job, like, uh, staging. Uh, yeah. Because here's the I, deal, you I, guys.
2: I, I know Tony had mentioned, or at least it's here on our screen, uh, one of your biggest questions was debt consolidation and here's what here's what i want okay so so here's the deal you guys what's going to fix this issue is you guys it's not rearranging Mm -hmm. this credit card debt and trying to find a lower interest rate that's not your problem the problem is is that you guys lived a cycle with your money that got you in this problem and in this mess but Mm -hmm. the beautiful thing is Yes, you were the ones that got yourselves in this mess, but you're the ones that's going to get yourselves out of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so listen to each other because this is the stress point because you're starting to make that turn of saying we're going to do something differently. She's mm-hmm. looking for a job. You've sold a car. I mean, you guys are feeling this tension. You're starting to make these choices. You're getting in the right direction. So stay on the same team because Tony's not feeling great about himself. And when I heard you, when when you, mm-hmm. I heard your voice immediately, Tony, I thought, He's caring so much. There's a lot of shame. Yes. There's a lot of guilt that you feel, Tony, like this was my responsibility. I tried taking care of my family and this is what I got us in. She is supportive. She sounds wonderful. You know, I know and, and she's yes. willing to help. But, but you guys together, you have to work as a team and stay on the line because Austin's going to pick up and we're going to give you Financial Peace University and Every Dollar Premium, which is our budgeting mm-hmm. app. And you guys sit down together, go through these lessons, learn the basics, because debt consolidation, that's not going to be your answer. Not the option. You are your answer. You guys can do this. We take these calls every day and hear people that do their debt-free screams. I mean, Jade is a living testimony of this, of you guys can do this. It's going to take a long time. It's a lot of sacrifice, Mm -hmm. but it is possible. So I'm so glad you guys called today and we, we wish you nothing but the best. You guys can do this. Hey,
0: you're listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm Jake Warshaw. This is Rachel Cruz to my right. And we're taking calls about your life and your money. Just came off of a call. And, you know, honestly, we get calls all the time of people, you know, they're in a, a hard financial situation. And, you know, we're asking questions and mining around to kind of figure out what's the core of the problem? Where'd the problem come from? How can we go about a life that we're not repeating those mistakes again? And you kind of do have to dig in and each individual kind of has to go back and do their own digging so that they're figuring out what happened here like it's good to want to solve a problem but you also have to go back and go okay but what happened like what caused me to to act in that way what did I do that caused us to kind of spin out um and we try to help you guys with that a little bit and some of that is personal work but one of the themes that I notice Rachel is and I get this like I this is not me pointing a finger. This is just, I think, a human nature thing that we have to guard against, which is, you know, everybody has work in the words of Ken, Comel- Ken Coleman that they were created to do- to do. And everybody wants to find the work that they're created to do and the thing that gives them life and the thing that gives them energy. And I'm all for that. You know, you want to be excited to go to work and feel like it's time well spent. Um, but I do find that a lot of times we enter into seasons of life that, We are doing work that we don't love and it's not the job and it's not right the one that we were hoping for. And I you'll hear me say it time and time again, do a job until you get the job. And so in the spirit of what I think is just a consistent thread that we see throughout and even that I face throughout times in my life is five reasons to get any job. To go. (laughs) Just to get any job, all right? So number one. Some money is better than no money. That's right. Right. Some money coming in is better than no money. When COVID hit, uh, we were in the cruise industry and ain't nobody going on cruises and the live entertainment industry and wasn't nobody going to a live (laughs) event. So I had to get a job and my husband had to get a job. I had to get a job that I did not like that. To be honest, I was over fully, fully, fully overqualified for, but we didn't want to just burn savings. So yeah, it's yeah. like bring in some money like we we're debt free. We have hardly any expenses. Any money that we bring in is going to be great. So we did that and it didn't feel good. And let me just say, I don't necessarily believe that work is beneath people. But in some days it felt like it was beneath me. Like, let's just be honest about that. Somebody needs to say it. You, you know, some of you feel like, listen, I, I don't I should I shouldn't, good for I this. shouldn't be yeah. working at McDonald's. OK, I get that you feel that way, but you don't have any money. So go work at McDonald's. All right. And listen, just be happy that McDonald's is open because back in the day, in COVID, it wasn't even open. So anyway, um, some money is better than no money. Rachel, the next one I have here is your spouse needs to see who you are. Mm. And if you're a husband or a wife and you're facing a very hard time in your marriage, go get a job. Because when they see you at home and you're not working and they feel like they're taking on the burden of that, you can help. Take some of that off. So go get a job. And then that might encourage your spouse to go get a job. Like, that is good. Your spouse will feel like, I remember when I was a kid, One like my dad, he just was always working. And I was like, one thing about my dad is like, this man is going to work. Like, and it just, it builds a sense of security in your kids and in your family. Yeah. Go get a job. And and no one's going to be going, well, but but my dad only works here. No one is saying that. They're going, listen, my dad goes out and works hard every day. That's right. Go get a job. All right. Uh, number three, um, you'll learn what you like and what you don't like. Yes. By testing out all d- different things. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I don't like food service. I don't like call center. Um, I don't really like working with animals, even though I like animals. Um yeah, I like cooking. I don't like making wedding cakes. I've done it before. It's a lot of work. Like, I can tell you, Rachel Cruz, the things that Jade does not, not like <laughs> doing. <laughs> okay? Um, and I now I know I, the situations that I do enjo- enjoy working in. So you'll learn what you like. You'll learn what you don't like. Uh, number
2: four, you'll be productive.
0: Yes. And there's just something to be said for,
2: all right, I'm getting, getting up, up and leaving and doing something. Yeah, yeah, or not
0: leaving, but staying at home and being on
2: your computer. Doing something. something. Yes. Something. You're, you're getting
0: p- out of your bed. Even if you're putting on sweatpants and going up and putting your little headpiece on and doing your call center job. I'm almost talking about it like I know it. <laughs> 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 okay. And then finally, it will build confidence in you because when you go, the longer you go without a job, the more you mm. f- wonder if you'll ever be able to get a job. So to just go from one job to another says, listen. I've got some confidence like I can say when I go to my next interview I can say that I'm currently working or I can say here's oh, the experience
2: oh. that I've had yeah, yeah. or yeah. at least
0: feel it on the inside that's right that's so right so there you have it five five reasons to take any job before you get the job
2: and that Whew. was free ladies and gentlemen free from, game right from Jade Warshaw that's amazing Jade I mean seriously because I do think that there is this feeling and especially if you've been in a certain industry or you kind of have your line of sight of like this is what I do and you get laid off, mm-hmm. or you, or you know, you're in a bad situation. You quit, whatever the mm-hmm. whatever the reason is. Yeah, and you still have that kind of narrow focus yeah. of this. And to your point, when you, when bills have to be paid, open those horizons and go. Just yeah. do something. Yes.
0: Yeah. And you know, one door leads to another, and yeah. you never know. You might be uh, taking someone's burger order, and you meet some. You know, the person taking the order. They they have a situation that they tell you about, and it leads to the next thing. You just you never, ever know what's behind a door. So don't don't count it out and think that you're above it or think that it's, just keep going. Anyway, whew, I digress. I gotta take a deep breath. I love it. We gotta go to Brenda in Washington, D.C. Sorry, Brenda, that you have to come after that, but what's going on in your world?
6: Hi, so um, me and my husband are looking to buy a house. Uh, we wanna know if we're even there yet and if we are, what steps financially we should take to get there as far as um, pausing our investments, continuing to invest, or um, yeah, what we should do.
2: Okay. Um, well, what we what we look at, Brenda, is a series of steps that we want completed before you go and purchase your first home. So, uh, are you? How much debt do you guys have?
6: Um, we have about, I think, twelve thousand total for our cars, and that's it.
2: And that's it? Okay, perfect. And do you guys have any money saved?
6: We have about 55000 in savings.
2: Okay, that's great. How much do you guys make a year?
6: Um, combined, we ha- make around two twenty before taxes. I don't know what it is after, to be honest. Yeah,
2: great. okay, perfect. That's a great income. Um, okay, so if I were you, Brenda, I would pay off your cars today with the money that you guys have saved in that $55,000 account um and then the remaining i would look to see how much your expenses are a month because what we say is after you pay off all your consumer debt look to get a 3 to 6 months of expenses saved in a fully funded emergency fund and you can put that you know that money in a high yield savings or a money market um and for you guys you know you may want to put some more towards savings um once the car once you pay off the cars or maybe that's enough for you guys but i want mm-hmm. you guys to look at your own budget and figure out okay if we need probably three months. Do you guys have kids? No, we do have a kid on the way. That's part of our. Oh, um, okay. Way. we want to buy a house too? That's so great. Well, congratulations. When are you due? Yeah, thank you. Um, September. In September, okay, that's awesome. Um, so yeah, so i I wouldn't I wouldn't push the timeline of the home. With or without the baby. Okay. So meaning like I wouldn't feel like, Oh my gosh, I have to get in before yeah. the baby or what? I wouldn't let the baby's timeline dictate your house <laughs> timeline. I want okay. your money to dictate the house timeline. So again, I want that fully funded emergency fund. And honestly, Brenda with a baby on the way, you know, starting to look for a home, I would, I would feel comfortable around that five to six month mark mm-hmm. um, for an emergency fund and just making sure you guys have plenty of cash set aside. And then you want to start saving up for your down payments. And I would say to put at least 5% down and make sure your payment is no more than 25% of your take-home pay. So when okay. you run those numbers, you guys can kind of look Now you're in you're in the D.C. area So you're in an expensive mm-hmm. part of the country real estate wise So your expectations and, the, and our formula, you know, we get knocked on it sometimes It is more on the conservative side mm-hmm. But I don't want this house to be the thing that stresses you guys out So it may take maybe another year or two Or depending on, you know, what kind of house you guys are looking at um, To really kind of slow down And say, yep, let's get in a good position Have a good down payment and making sure that it's a reasonable payment within our income to that's make sure right. to pull the trigger. So I hope that's helpful, Brenda. And if you go to RamseySolutions.com, we have tons of uh, articles and free content on home purchasing. So make sure to check that out. You're listening
0: to The Ramsey Show. Hey, by the way, a couple of days ago, we did a Q&A after The Ramsey Show all on Budgeting, and it was it was really cool. It was live. It was George and I here in the studio. It's still on the YouTube page if you want to go and check that out. If you have any questions about our budgeting app, Every Dollar, which is the best budgeting app in the world, we did a live Q and A where we had Every Dollar pulled up on the screen. Uh, George and I were just kind of little characters in the corner, so you could really <laughs> see how the budgeting app works. And we answered Rachel, gosh, probably eight or ten questions in depth. And I mean, it's questions that most of you have all the time. How do I do sinking funds? What do I do if I get paid four times a week? Do I do my budget by week or how do I do it? We answered all those questions. We talked about, um, gosh, paying off debt. So many just everyday questions. So if that's something you're interested in, find it on our YouTube page. I'm sure they'll pull it up at some point or maybe even after this segment. So stay tuned for that. It's so valuable. There it is. It was really, really cool. I think like over, gosh, The numbers on it were crazy i'm not going to sit here and try to quote it but my point (laughs) is go watch it because it was super duper valuable and i'm sure that we'll do that again i don't know when but it was super valuable so go in there every dollar again such a great budgeting tool, but like, let's be honest, there's sometimes questions that you have and things that you want to know about it, and so we're here to answer those questions as well as questions about your life and your money, which we're going to do. The number is 888 We're here to help, and let's go to Jerry in Phoenix, Arizona. What's going on, Jerry?
7: How are you doing? Thanks for taking my call.
0: You're welcome. Um, How can we help?
7: My, my question is, I'm 66. My wife is 71. She's been diagnosed and said um, dementia for three years,
2: I'm
3: She's sorry, getting sorry. close
7: to having to go into, thank you, go into a long-term care facility. Mm-hmm. I've done the baby steps. I have like 5,000 in emergency fund and 20,000 in savings and investing. My house is paid for, but my question is, should I sell my house to pay for her long-term care, which I can't afford on my income?
0: How much does the long-term care? How much is it costing you? Like, what's the cost per month per year?
7: Cost per month for long-term care is about seven thousand a month, and I take home only five thousand with my retirements. Okay.
2: And are you retired, Jerry? Then.
7: Yes, I'm retired okay. military disability and Social Security. Okay. Okay. So. Yeah.
0: Tell us more about your your home situation.
7: Okay, I own my home. It's worth about. 700000 I could sell the house here and move into a smaller house for like 400000 and it would leave me about 250000 and I could use that to pay monthly on long-term care, memory care, because that would only last for maybe two years or three years.
0: Assuming it's not invested.
7: What's that, the house? No. The
0: 250000 Are you just thinking of it as a lump no, sum I as it is?
7: cash yeah i would have to yeah but it would just be my equity out of the house after i sold it
0: and tell me again sorry i was kind of writing down some things tell me again what you have in retirement as it stands
7: okay military retirement military disability social security and my wife's social security and it adds up to about 48 48 hundred a month
0: but what are the nest eggs is there a nest egg anywhere in there
7: um i got uh $20,000 20000 in the savings account, and 5000 in another savings account for my emergency fund.
0: Okay.
2: Let me think here. I've been here. Trying,
7: to get re- that, you know, we're trying to get everything right, and house paid off. And yeah. Getting there, but then this happens. And yes, I'm so <laughs> sorry.
2: And, Jerry, I mean, I'm assuming because you called and asked the specific question. I mean, so she she will need to be in a... Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah, she's long-term. getting to a point where I'm not going to be able to take care of her. Yeah. You know, at my age, and I'm doing full-time caretaking for her mm-hmm. right now. But I can. Yeah. I'm just trying to look into the future, and I know it's not going to last forever.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, I'm so sorry. Have you um, have you looked at other options at other, whether it's you know homes or facilities or even in in-home care at mm-hmm. all?
7: Um, yeah, I have looked at it. It's, It's a little bit cheaper, but not not very much. Still going to be about five thousand. Okay. More than I more than I take home. So.
0: Yeah. In this case, though, a, a two thousand difference is a big difference from right. five thousand to seven thousand. So it is mm-hmm. something to consider.
7: Okay. Yeah, I, I thought about that because the house that I have now. Well, I'd have to sell this house. That's all. That's the only thing I could think of to be able to have money to do anything.
2: Yeah. I mean, I do think so. Yeah. It's, it is, it's a large asset. Um, It's paid off, which is just incredible. And I think it is, you know, that I, you know, you need money for her, right? And so you do have um, a stream of income in a sense with this, I mean, not income, but you have the ability to get some cash if you do sell um, this home. Um, What would it look like you you ran one
0: scenario where you sell this seven hundred thousand dollar home, you take two fifty, you invest it well, and you're pulling off of it for a number of years to only fund it for so long. But that's with you buying a three or four hundred thousand dollar house. Is there any situation no. it's just going to be you in the home, um, possibly depending on which route you go? Is there is there a a route where you buy something far less expensive, like a condo? As opposed to a full size house, even even though it would be downsizing, but something even smaller where you've got a larger nest egg that you can invest and draw off for a longer period
7: of
2: time. Mm-hmm.
7: That's that's always an option. And I know in the Phoenix area, even condos they're getting up there price wise. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Jerry, I'm so I'm so sorry. Um, I mean, I probably would. Yeah, I would look to to probably sell. And and I think mm-hmm. you do have to map out, um, cause what I don't want to happen is you sell this paid off asset and um there's nothing left for you. There's nothing left for you, or you end up running out and then you have mm-hmm. to go to another option, right? Mm-hmm. Um and so um yeah, I would I would run the numbers pretty tightly. I probably wouldn't rush into buying something new right now for you.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Um right. as you go now. and I would look at other options for um care care as well um i mean obviously we want the best for our loved ones for sure but that industry can vary so so much and you guys obviously you don't have she doesn't have long-term care insurance or i mean anything no. right okay That's is, is, i is never
7: it, planned for her. i wish i would have
2: no <laughs> i know i know well and and it. she's so young mm-hmm. you know it's just yeah. um i'm so, so sorry
7: you would invest the money if you sold the house and then try to take the money out of the investments, or how would that work? Yeah,
0: I I probably would try to take away as big a chunk as possible. That's why I was saying, is there a way that you can do a situation where you're taking the majority of the sale of this and investing it? Because then what you're drawing off of it is much less, and you would only draw off what you needed, to fund right. this since you're living, since you already have some income, of course, coming in from all of your different retirement options. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have to pull much. I mean, we're talking about, you said you bring in 5,000. This is an additional seven to 5,000. So it'd be you p- coming up with a, a, a retirement option where it allows you to pull off 5,000 and you're dwindling that nest egg far slower than if it was a two hundred fifty thousand right. dollar nest, like going in with six or seven hundred thousand is a lot different than going in mm-hmm. with two hundred fifty thousand. So to Rachel's point, mm-hmm. like I hate the idea of you being a homeowner and then you not being a homeowner anymore. But oh. I-, I would love right. if you worked with a professional to see what your options are, because a mm-hmm. I want you to be able to take care of her, but b you're not getting any younger either, and th- so there's got to be a situation where you're covered as well, and that'll just at the very least. Having your options will really just help give you peace about okay, this is this is what I know I can do. Here are my options. It's not floating around in my head and being able to choose between a couple of things on paper as opposed to just thinking, all right, this is my only choice. I can only do yep X. Yep. That's right. That's right.
7: Right. So that that makes sense. Talk to a fellow an investor.
0: Yeah, we have SmartVestor Pros. You can hop on um, RamseySolutions.com and check out our, our SmartVestor Pros, and they're going to help you really see, okay, here's what we can do, and they're going to shoot you straight and tell you what your options are. Mm-hmm. And again, that's going to help give you a very clear picture of what your choices are moving and how forward. To, and
2: how to stretch this money out mm-hmm. as long as possible, Jerry, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's that's going to be the goal to make her comfortable, to make you feel good about the situation, but how can you do that? while balancing you have a chunk of money and how can we how can we get that to go as far as possible yeah
0: tough stuff but you know there are options and the more knowledge is power that's what i was trying to get to at the end of the day knowledge is power so go out there and see how those smart investors can help you this is the ramsey show